Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Also, consider helping get the word out on the street via social media, rate and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by the baseball legend Babe Ruth. Never let the fear of striking out get in your way. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, Episode 5. Got a rockin' show for you this week with Mr. Steve Merrill. A big hello and welcome to all the new listeners. Hope y'all can stick around for a spell. Last week's gigs wrap-up. Last Wednesday, Veterans Day, I played at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Was a very busy night. Glad to say that my weekly Wednesday night gigs there have been continued for the foreseeable future. I appreciate the work. Friday, I played at the Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin. was a big dinner crowd, and I'm glad to say that my second Friday of the month shows have also been continued throughout 2016. Thanks to the Nova for years and years of work. I love that place. Saturday, I was at Trail Stop Tavern, formerly Saga, in Egan, Minnesota. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, November 18th, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Thursday, November 19th, 2015, I'll be playing at Heartbreakers in Chaska, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Then I'm off to the Wisconsin Northwoods with family and friends for opening deer hunting weekend. Be safe and have fun, fellow hunters. Guest this week is Mr. Steve Merrill, a true jack-of-all-trades. A singer-songwriter, guitarist, vocalist, artist, quad rugby player, now a studio engineer, etc., etc. Not to mention a great friend. I'm very excited about his new record, Traveling. Enjoy the conversation! Mr. Steve Merrill. How you doing, my friend? Great, Mark. Thanks for coming over. Yes, thanks for inviting me over. Thanks for doing the podcast. Welcome to Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This is awesome. I've been listening, and you do a great job, and I'm really excited to be a part of it. Well, you and I go way, way, way back from guitar lessons. We had Mars Music to playing in bands together to all kinds of things, so we had to have you on for sure. I'm, I'm super happy to be here. Funny to be in rush hour traffic on my way down here with the dog and to get a call from you saying that today was the day you went and picked up your CDs over in Plymouth. Yes. That is awesome. Super excited. Oh, that's one of my favorite days of the year, or two years, or whenever I put out a CD is going to pick it up. Yeah. All my dreams are going to come true. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, so yeah, it feels really good to actually have a finished product. Uh, are you happy with it? Yes, definitely. Um, 
there's things that I can definitely work on in the future, but this product was everybody that helped me out of my hands did a great job. Yeah. Copycats um, was somebody that you recommended to me and they did an awesome job so far. I haven't found anything wrong with what they've what they've done. They did my last uh this recent record, White Knuckle Life, and it worked out great. Um the artwork looks good on it too. Thank I'm you. I'm opening it up that the photos look great in it and you did that graphic design yourself, right? Yep. I just went ahead and took some photos myself and uh took some copies of my artwork and then I did have uh someone do some mix and mastering on it, which was Jeremy Ramasar with intangible sound and good things to say about him. Nice. Um so no horror stories in the first time you're, of your first album coming out. I pulled out half my hair and <laughs> <laughs> almost fell off my chair, but other oh than that. You know. No, it's, it's, it's the, especially that first one. The first one I did, I did it acoustic and mostly all by myself. And it was a very stressful it's, situation. I might not live that long <laughs> because of that first record. It's a major learning curve. Um, but I remember, let's say CD day, pickup day, you know. I think one of the worst ones I ever had is we had... Um, I guess I'm not going to say companies, <laughs> yeah. not even going to say the album. But one of my albums, I went to pick it up like you did today. It's one of the greatest feelings of all time. And we cut that open and I opened up. The whole CD, there was like lines through the CD. The whole thing was messed up. Oh, man. Spelling wrong. Yeah, and the CD release show was the next day. Of course, you and I didn't. Yeah. I got it the day before, the day <laughs> of, you know. So they had to rush it and send it off somewhere and get like, you know, like 100 printed off for the CD release show and... I almost had a heart attack that time, too, so I'm glad it's gone smoother for you. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, there was those things. I was going to do a CD release probably two months ago, but just things just didn't line up, and then there's this and that, and the computer was down for a couple days, so it took me a while to get some emails transferred and whatnot. Yeah. We'll talk about your CD release in just a little bit, because that's what we're here to do is kind of promote your new CD and what you got going on. Um I guess maybe just tell the listeners and folks, there's a ton of our friends and stuff that we've been around and played shows with for years that will listen to this, but for folks that don't know much about you, Steve Merrill, um, do you want to just give a little soliloquy sure. about yourself, I guess? So a little over eight years ago, I used to race motocross and was just during a practice session at a private track that I the bike bogged as I went off a double jump and ended up over the bars and broke my neck, crushed my C6 vertebra, which is about five, six inches down from your head and was severed my spinal cord completely. Doctor said I'd probably be a quadriplegic for the rest of my life. Well, they actually said I would be a quadriplegic for the rest of my life, and I had other thoughts. I thought it would just take a couple months to get some motor function back and some sensory, and uh, unfortunately, none of that really came back. I was able to fine-tune the motor function that I have and came up with a way to hold the guitar in a different fashion. Um, so I've got a table that holds a guitar. I use a splint on my left hand that I've continued to modify and try to capture the radius of the guitar and use different materials. But then I went ahead and put a thumb pick on the other hand and glued a pick to that. And to find the right angle, it's been, I'm still working on it. Different songs, I go with different angles now. So it's just, it's a learning thing and I'm continuing to learn and get better. Things are getting better and the sound seems like it's getting a lot better from when I first started. And um, I play in an open tuning so that. I'm playing major chords. Can't really play the minor chords, which is the ear candy. And so I'm basically just doing uh, the basics, but kind of trying to go out of my realm and, you know, with music-wise and just learn more. I think a lot of people that watch you at these shows are really blown away by your technique and even listening to the album as we were sitting here listening to it. Um, 
the arpeggio stuff you're doing, the kind of the picking stuff you're able to do with some of the limitations you have with the hands is amazing. Like it sounds great anyway. It's something that your voice singing is ridiculous. The record sounds awesome. You've done a great job. How long have you been doing the music stuff since your your bike accident? So playing out and about in bars and whatnot and for people, uh, it's been about six years since the accident. It was eight years ago that I broke the neck. Started playing guitar about five, six months. Or actually, no, I guess you brought a guitar to the hospital. And yep, I Dan think Neal I started and I brought you about two, three months into the spinal cord injury and just started to try to figure out if there was a way I could make sounds. And uh, thank you for that because I, uh, without that, I probably never would have got going in the right direction too. Oh, yeah, I, but, remember, I remember that stuff all, all vividly and just very proud of you and all the, I mean, just think even performing now where you started to where you are now, where you're recording your own CDs and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, from those first few shows you're doing at Plums and, and wherever we were playing shows together, New Delhi Bar or, or wherever, just think of how much you've improved and you sound just incredible. Thank you. You brought up a good point. Uh, people ask me different things about they don't understand kind of how I do play. And there's variables that I didn't think I'd be able to sing just because I had to move spinal or the vocal cords quite a bit to fix the spinal cord. And uh, as far as not having the control with my ab muscles to push that air. So it's breathing technique. And you can kind of tell in my style now, it's a little bit slower tempo-wise because I kind of get gassed out. And trying to feed the muscles the oxygen to keep going to play the guitar as well as basically just stay upright because I don't have the core muscles. And sensation I can't really feel. So I'm constantly watching. So when I'm on stage and people are like, man, a little more eye contact to the crowd, I would love to, but if you <laughs> don't want me to mess up, I kind of got to keep an eye on things. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but your voice has gained a ton of power since you first started a few years back. From yeah. just listening now, your latest shows and, and this recording, your voice is just, I think, It seems like it keeps getting great. stronger. Yeah, it's very, very strong. Um, so how often do you play out a month, would you say? I would like say around the area. I try to play out at least once a month. Um, I would. There was times where I was playing every weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, and that was a couple years ago. And it's just since then, it's kind of gotten worse. Actually, there's just nobody hiring, and um, I guess I kind of wanted to go a different direction with recording a CD and different things, and wanted to open up new doors because um, some of the bar gigs you kind of just limited to playing cover songs, and but if you kind of do this other stuff, it seems like the coffee houses and some of these other places are more accepting of the original music. And you've had a lot of success playing for colleges. Isn't it like Winona State or you've been doing some work with them? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I did some work with them on just kind of getting my whole promo thing going. Um, I worked with some of the marketing classes down there and had them work on projects like getting my business card kind of put together. I gave them ideas and stuff. And, and then they, in turn, booked me gigs down there. So I'd go down there and play and then help them and they would help me and it kind of worked out good. And I guess, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been over at the VA um, every year do, playing for the vets. Uh, and just there's a couple different things and some schools that I have annually. It seems like i got a lot of annual stuff now. And then I just kind of fill my schedule where it all works. Very cool. Um, I guess for people to know, we're, you're based out of New Richmond, Wisconsin. Yep. And here we are in Steve's beautiful home here yeah. in New Richmond, Wisconsin. We're cutting a podcast here. Uh, coming down to celebrate the... The pick up your new CD, listen to that a few times, and uh, Steve has a beautiful service dog named Duke, Black Lab, and I have my my gold, my wiry, squirmy <laughs> golden copper, who I hope some of Duke's good behavior She's rubs off dog. on copper. Yeah. 
But uh, we did just listen to C- uh, Steve's CD on a wonderful stereo he got from Walmart for $15. <laughs> right, Steve? Yeah. We talked uh, about that in the first chunk, and all of a sudden there was phones going off and stuff going off in my computer, so we had to, we had to rewind it and start it over <laughs> again. So I don't even remember what we even talked about before. <laughs> so um, how far do you and I go back? Boy. I would say probably 15 years for sure. Yeah. Um, because you were, when I met you, you were playing out, and uh, you had actually already had a CD out, and I remember coming to uh, Menominee to see you with your first CD, and then kind of got to see a lot of those, and I learned a lot from you. It was, I actually, for the listeners, I went and took some guitar lessons for Mark, and then... Mars Music Hudson, <laughs> working for Jeffrey T. Yeah. And then you said you should go check out this, uh, there's a tryout for a band, and I ended up showing up there. You gave me an address, and I showed up, and here you get out of the car about five minutes later, and next thing you know, I was playing music with you. And I remember that. We were out gigging, and... Uh, I didn't tell you it was our band? No. What? No, you kept that a secret. Yeah, you were just I giggling up a storm, and I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> But that was yeah, awesome. he's probably played with us for a year. Was it a year or two or something? Yep, it was a huge. You were the first guitar me. player in the Whiskey Roses band. Yeah. Acoustic guitar. Yeah, I learned a lot. And that was fun. And the lineup was. Uh, do you remember the lineup? There's pictures over there. It's me, Teddy you, Jack. Teddy Jack, Erickson. Yep. We used to practice in Teddy Jack's basement, and all the speakers full of cat hair. And yeah, and he's now known as Theodore Ketsavon. What? Yeah, yeah Ken Savant. Yeah, he's. I think he's got a couple CDs out, or he's working on some stuff for sure, and he's working around the area with uh, a couple different bands. I know he still has my four-track player. i got to get that back from him. And is Ryan, have you seen him lately? Erickson? Oh, yeah, I see him all the time. Is he still playing uh, a Erickson, bit? he just got married, actually. Okay. And uh, we just watched a football game over there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he's doing awesome. good. He'll be on the podcast Congrats, for sure. Ryan. we got to all catch up. Um, cool. Yeah, he's doing great. Uh, we rocked out. We jammed together at his wedding. At the Brew House or Bah House, whatever it is in Northeast Minneapolis. Sweet. And it was uh, it was fun to play with him again. It'd been a while. Yeah. We could we, do a reunion show. Of the, I think we should. Of the original Whiskey <laughs> Roses, folks. That would be awesome. Um, we go so far back. I'm not even sure what to where to even start. Um, a couple things I'm going to throw out there. Uh, what's your favorite? Do you have any Whiskey Roses stories from when we first started off that you'd want to share? Oh shoot, there's quite a few. <laughs> there's a million. I don't know where to even start. <laughs> Well, I don't want to throw Teddy under the bus on not being ready when we got a gig at the fine line, when we're headlining the fine line. Yeah, that was a good one. Thanks, Ted. You made me nervous. And I then remember I think we, was that, that the one we were driving in the snowstorm? No, that was to play the New Deli Bar for Rachel okay. over at the New Deli Bar. And I had to pick you up you on were... the street because we couldn't. There was no slowing down. It was pretty much a two mile an hour, two mile an hour roll while everybody jumped in because if we stopped, we were stuck. I remember you were fearless in that van. <laughs> And we would crank cross-Canadian ragweed and all these songs that we played. I think that was the best moments, was with us all getting packed up in that In that van. Big the band. camaraderie was yeah. awesome. I, that's, I, that core group was that camaraderie. We all got along so well. On our trip down to Nashville, that was a really good time. Yes. We met a lot of cool people. Um, the Lost Trailers, which I actually still cover one of their songs out. Oh, yeah. I got to ask you about that, too. Um, that Lost Trailers gig, I just remember that that was fun. That was they were playing the Exit Inn. We okay. helped them carrying all their stuff. and I couldn't remember where we were because it got a little foggy down there for me. <laughs> you and Chris Monette yeah. <laughs> took things to another level. We, 
we got into a few beers. <laughs> There's so many great people down there. That is one of the best cities I've ever been to. I travel a lot of places with the motocross, and Nashville is an incredible place, an incredible time. So, Were we there during that hurricane? It was Hurricane Ivan, right? When we went there and went up to the, we had to walk to the tin roof. Yeah. And they were playing that Charlie Robinson song. Yeah, you've. Yeah, Whatever the name of that my band hometown. that was, yeah, my hometown and the over the the house band was there. Yep. What was their name? I can't think of it. Really big, gregarious, nice lead singer. I can't think of who they are. Oh, I'll have to look at that later. I, I that that sucks, but but I remember singing my hometown. And all these people were kind of refugees from Hurricane Ivan coming through. That's right. Yeah, we didn't no. carry either way. I remember the wind blowing them trees. Just yeah. Oh, know? it was nasty. <laughs> remember we 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 got a good song to cover out of it anyway. Yes. We discovered Charlie Robinson. And now that you say that, yeah, we were constantly meeting new people because people were just hanging out in different locations because they had got to Nashville and nowhere else to go, really. Yeah. That was a ton of fun. Um, I remember hanging out by the pool meeting people from all over, refugees from Jeepers. Yeah, and I think the guitar even ended up in the hot tub. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's one of those deals. Um, So... Let's see. Let's talk about some more of your musical stuff. Um, who are your primary influences? Would you say, as far as uh, your singing technique, your guitar stuff? Um, who do you listen to? That kind of thing. Well, actually, to be honest with you, I listened to KQRS growing up with my dad, pretty much in the car and whatnot. And so anything that was played on there, there's such a huge variety. But then when I met you, I loved coming out and watching your acoustic shows and. Just that songwriter style, I was really hooked on that. And you introduced me to so many different people. I can't just, you know, really give you specifics because I don't really have one person. There's so many different styles, but I couldn't even start that either. I'm just. Let's think. What was some of the fun ones we used to play anyway? Just while we're sitting there off the cuff. Probably my hometown. Yep. Yeah, I still like to cover that one. That one's great. Horse by Trailers. That was good. Yep. That's a great song. Charlie Pride, I'd like to cover him. Uh, John Prine is somebody I do look up to a lot as far as the songwriting. He, it seems like he does oh, just an excellent awesome. job. Um, but your vocal style, I think most people would agree, has definitely has some kind of 90s influence. Is that right? Yeah. So, yep, there was that too, like Pearl Jam, uh, Alice in Chains, uh, boy, Soul Asylum. I mean, I was, yeah. I love but Soul a lot Asylum. of people say that I kind of got that. Eddie Vedder type twang or you do, you do. Um, okay, it's it sounds awesome though. Um, you want to tell tell us a little? We could go on forever about our stories and right. all that kind of stuff. It's hard to even. We'll have to do another podcast because I don't even know where to even start. We can do a whole <laughs> podcast about you know that one drive to the cities and the yeah. snowstorm for New Delhi Bar, you know, or or a one Nashville trip or whatever. We're just kind of skimming the surface here, mainly to promote your new C- the CD release show and the new CD. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about the CD release show? Yes. The CD release show is going to be Saturday, December 12th, out at the Roosters Roadhouse, which is just actually about seven miles east of New Richmond, which is my hometown. And uh, we're going to have different artists. There's going to be not just me. I'll be releasing a CD, as well as there's going to be you yourself and Allison, who is another excellent artist, and she also plays guitar and sings. And I believe she does a little songwriting herself as well as the Adam and Tom Niermeyer. They played with us at a past art show slash musical gig. So there's going to be live music from 2 to 8 p.m., a bunch of different people, people displaying artwork, selling artwork, taking commission jobs. Uh, I'm going to be releasing a CD, 
And I'm also going to be releasing a cover song CD for free. I'm just going to be giving that away. So if you come and check it out and you sign up for my email listing to let you know when I'm going to be and where I'm going to be, uh, you will get a free cover song CD. But hopefully I'll be able to sell some CDs and T-shirts and I'll have some other promo stuff there. So, Yeah, I'm look- that'll be great. I'm looking forward to doing that for sure. Do you have some of your uh, uh, rugby buddies, quad rugby friends showing up? I think they might be out of town that weekend. They've got uh, a couple tournaments. I need to check with their schedules and let them know again that it's going to be going on. I kind of laid back on that this year. I used to play murder ball for the Minnesota North Stars, which they changed the name to the Minnesota Steelheads but because uh, of copyright issues. But they're doing really good. They're ranked second in the nation, I believe, right now. And uh, they're, I go practice with them every now and then. This year it's been... A little less with this whole CD thing going on. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to make it, but I'm still pushing on my own free time. So I like to go hang out with those guys. That's a good time if you're ever in the cities. Stop at the Courage Center and check them out. Yeah, I've I've loved watching get you play murder ball. You guys, uh, Steve, afterwards, like, man, you're mean to that one kid <laughs> over there. Jeepers. Um, do you have any interaction with folks, let's say, that have had a similar injury? And let's say I look at you and the success you've had uh, the, this obstacles you've overcome to be re- now releasing CDs. Now your artwork is just off the charts. Um, I'm sure you're really inspirational to some folks that have been through similar things. Um, do you have any like stories or, or anything about like that? I do get a lot of contacts. Um, people just contact me, whether it's family members that have someone that something happens like this to them, or there's therapists and doctors and other people that also know that, I'm willing to meet anybody, and I don't really tell them what they can or can't do or what their life's going to be like. I pretty much just share with them that it's the unknown, and it's kind of what you make of it. There's, you know, It's amazing what you can do. Uh, there's two other guys that were paralyzed here in Richmond, and actually they all live within almost a half mile, which is pretty crazy. There's one in this development that we're actually in. and So I played both of their benefits, um, which was great because so many people like you and so many other great people helped me out with my benefit, which financially it's a huge burden at the beginning. And it's so hard to get like just a vehicle and a wheelchair and all these different things and insurance sits and says no. And when you sooner you can get those things, the sooner you can get out and get after it. So it's a, it was a huge thing for what you did for me. And me being able to help those people, I pretty much ante up to all of those um, benefits yeah. and fundraisers. Well, let's hope your buddy that lives next door is keeping an eye on our dogs running outside. Yeah, we can hear them barking out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, on a lighter note, oh, I just checked my phone. Um, the usual while recording these podcasts, I got a Brian Johnson email question here for you, Steve. Uh-oh. Um, let me read this quick. Um, Steve, if you could have any drink in the whole wide world, would you have a Captain Diet or a Captain Regular Coke? A yeg on the rocks. Captain Coke. <laughs> Johnson. Oh, okay. Great question, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, I think we're going to go take off and grab a bite to eat and, and listen to the CD a few times. And, and Steve, thanks for having me over here. I'm, I'm very excited to be here Thank and celebrate so a little bit. I know it's a big day uh, picking up the CD, and you've done just a great job. And I'm anxious to listen to it a few times. Looking forward to the CD release show and eventually having one in the Twin Cities for sure. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for coming over. And uh, there isn't anybody else that I would want to be spending this night with because 
you've done it so many times and this is my first time so we're gonna go out and have some dinner and a, maybe a cocktail or two and Watch a little WWE, find that somewhere on the TV. And yeah, and then maybe you can teach me how to get this thing up onto iTunes. <laughs> yeah, we have to worry about that, too. So it'll um, be up there soon. Yes. Okay, well, while we're at it, um, what's your website or contact information for people looking to either book you or get more information on you or where they can get this CD? Eventually, it'll be on iTunes and stuff like that, and it lies shows. Yeah, you can what's your website and that kind of information? You can check me out at stevemiro.com. Last name is M-I-R-E-A-U. And you can also check me out on Facebook, as well as uh, email smiro at live.com. You can email me, and uh, we can work out some stuff. But, yeah. Nice. Thank you so much. Um, okay, before we let you go here, story behind the song segment for the week. We're featuring a song off Steve Merrow's brand-new record, Hot Off the Presses, Traveling is the name of the record, released 2015. Steve, what song are we going to feature today? We're going to feature Caught Red-Handed. Nice. Number six on the CD. Uh, what's the story behind that song? Uh, so I was doing this singer-songwriter challenge, and there's a prompt that's given every week. Um, it goes throughout the summer and the wintertime, as well as uh, spring and fall. It just kind of depends. Go on Facebook, and you can check that out, singer-songwriter challenge. And we're going to be starting up here in January again. The prompt was actually Caught Red-Handed, and the song was wrote about multiple things, and it just, I was a little slow actually on, I think, getting that posted up on there, but you just go ahead and post a video on this challenge, and then we do a showcase after the challenge is all done, and so it's kind of cool because it pushed me to write a song about, there's definitely stuff I was thinking about, and that word just triggered it, and it just kind of came out, so. Super catchy. It stands out in the record, and you played all the instruments, Yep, I do the backup vocals as well as yeah, guitar and harmonica. And awesome. I don't think there's any harmonica on that one, but okay. yeah. But. Well, red-handed off the new Steve Merrill CD, Traveling. Um, enjoy. Steve, thanks for coming on the Thank Mark you so Music much, Podcast. Mark. You're the let's man. have a good time. And we'll see, let's, let's, let's roll, All right. Man. That was Mr. Steve Merrill. Don't miss his upcoming CD release shows. Sunday, December 6th. 4 to 7 p.m. at O'Gara's in St. Paul, Minnesota, and Saturday, December 12th at Rooster's Roadhouse in New Richmond, Wisconsin, from 2 to 8 p.m. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. It all started out better than fine. A few weeks in, you realize why. A couple good hands and a few good, real good lives. Just told me No race too high No excuses And all those lies You could have just Asked me why But I caught you Red handed Caught red handed Caught you red handed Caught red hair.
Caught red hair. 